Hey, what's up, everybody? You are watching On the Town with Tanya, and I'm your host. Thank you for coming back again this week. We appreciate you. And back with us today, he is an author, a community activist, a hip-hop artist with a new single out called Never Let Me Down. Y'all have to go download it. It's fire. Uh, please welcome uh, hip-hop artist Levi. What's up? <laughs> Hi. What's going on? What's up, everybody? Uh, so glad to be back. Uh, I apologize for the the technicalities last time, but hey, I'm here today, and uh, we gonna execute this. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I cannot complain. Life is good. God is good all the time. I'm, and then this is double whammy. So you know, I I love music, and at at some point. Um, which is why I had you here today, because some point music has gone left, way left. You know, I, I love I love hip hop music. Like that's my I love it. Like I'm a I'm a connoisseur of the lyrical content, everything. But rap has changed the whole thing of it, right? Because now it's like glorifying, you know, all these strippers, glorifying gun violence, glorifying drugs. It's it's just become a whole nother beast that I've just. I'm like, mm, not really feeling it. So I, when I saw your thing on Instagram, I was like, yeah. And I've been seeing a lot of, um, we don't call it Christian music because we don't want to label nobody, but I've been seeing a lot of music that is, I'll call it soul leading. <laughs> I don't know what to call it because right, we need to right. our own term, you know? Um, but I, that song, Never Let Me Down is just, mm, man, it's, it just sums up how probably everybody is probably feeling right now. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for that. Right. Uh, you know, I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate it. And thank you. It's it's so true. So rap music for me, is, like I said before, it's, it's, well, I wouldn't say it's destroying young minds, but in the context of, you know, the lyrical content, you know, we are what we think about, right? And we are the words we say. In that context, I say it's destroying minds. Can hip hop lead them out of gangs and into not only their purpose but into their sense of of a healthy community? Um, I believe that hip hop is one of the most strongest forces on the planet. Mm -hmm. I believe that rap is one of the most uh, dynamic, um, dynamic, expressive ways of us sharing how we feel, what we do, what's going on in our culture, how we feel. It's just the vehicle for, for expression. So uh, the answer to that is yes. However, there is a um, dark side to this. And the dark side is those that capitalize off of artists and off of artists' content know that positive music is not going to sell like negative music because they're not going to push it. There's an agenda behind music, behind the industry. Mm. Uh, if we can make money off of the pain of people, why mm. not continuously create music that causes pain? If we can create if we can make money off of negativity, why would we want to change it to create positive content? Mm -hmm. If we can make millions and billions of dollars off of the word bitch, off of young black boys calling each other niggas and off of them 
sharing how they want to kill each other and how they want to sleep with 10 different women in one record, then why would we promote a rap album or a rap record speaking about marriage? Why would we speak? Why would we highlight marriage and a good father and a good mother and a great upbringing when the music that is out there is what's making us money? And so you all you would have to have um you would have to have artists that can see the bigger picture and not see a dollar because mm -hmm. the reality of it is the industry makes the artists sell out to their community for a check so if you can make music to keep the kids lost we will give you a fat check but if you ever begin to make music that will wake your community up you on your own don't look for no money from us so you have to find artists and people that are you know to say i rather wake up my community and society than to get wealthy and famous by killing them so mm. Mm. now what, what now i know you you have a, a, a history um which is why you love helping young people because you've been there and done that um right. what led you into hip-hop because that was before the ministry right but when you was into the hip-hop and and right and it was, it was your right, time right. to change the whole behavior so tell us about that uh i've been doing I, I i was doing music a long time before i changed over to what i'm doing now um i was doing the same kind of music so i understand you know i wanted i wanted to glorify you know uh, sleeping with women, you know, beating, beating women, calling them out of their names and dragging them through the mud and, you know, uh, killing dudes on records, selling dope. I glorified all of it because I really did it. Like I did all of that. I, I, I tried to commit murder. Uh, almost got shot. I almost got murdered. I tried to commit murder several times. I almost got murdered. Uh, I ran in, I ran in dope houses and took dope. I robbed, uh, I beat women, you know, uh, like I literally was a compulsive, angry demon. Um, and I put out that in my music, you know? Um, so my music before going to prison, my music was just like what we hear today, you know? Right. So I combat, I combat it now because entering the prison system also caused me to enter purpose. I didn't enter prison, I entered purpose. But I had to enter prison in order to enter purpose. You know, and so I am grateful for my prison experience because it could have been a death and casket experience, you know, when which I would have never been able to be here today. So when God woke me up, he woke me up to realize I gave you a gift not to kill but to heal mm. 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 now you can use the gift you can you, you can use the gift to kill and the world will pay you for that but you got to also realize when you die i'm gonna pay you for that too mm. you see what i'm saying mm. so or you can use your gift to bring healing and awareness and it may not make you rich it may not bring you to hollywood it may not bring you amongst the celebrities and the stars but are you willing to sacrifice fame for something greater 
and that's where I'm at today. Like it don't matter. It don't matter if I ever get to the BT awards. It don't matter if the other rappers ever know who I am. It don't matter. What matters is I can get this into enough ears of our young kids to listen and understand that all hip hop ain't gotta be negative. All hip hop right. ain't gotta be positive. Positive hip hop ain't gotta be weak. And positive hip hop can really, really wake you up if you pay attention to what's being said. In it. Exactly, exactly. See, I think it's a great, I mean, it is one of the biggest tools to, um, sorry for the word, lure young people into um, something positive. Right. Right, and that right. I used to be a drug counselor and I worked with adolescents. I worked with gang members. So that's that's why I know what what's the one thing they want to do in the rec room? Music. Always. They always want to do music. Right. And 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 that's just that's a good thing. I think um music has a way with uh how do you say it? Um, because it's like in in a musical class, I would say it's your ohms that attracts you to certain music, whether it's rock, whether it's hip hop, whatever it is, the beats, the, those beats is what talks to your spirit, your soul, whatever. Um, so with that being right. said, it is, it's how they link together, you know, music, you know, that's what their commonality I'll say is for, for a lot of them, um, which is fine. But I think it's clever that you were able to say, well, this is what they want. I got it. And, and I can give it to them just as, you know, street, but with the meaning than anybody else, you know what I'm saying? Um, cause that's, everybody's right, always right, authenticity right. and all that stuff, you know, but, but this song is proof that, and, and I don't know why, I don't know what's going on with the labels. Cause they just, they're not sleeping. They know, but I, I just think sometimes they'd just be like, Hmm, but until they see the money, then they'd be like, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Cause I've been, I was, since you, I've been like, um, Instagramming, looking at on everybody's Instagram and team. When I tell you Christian music in the R&B format and the hip hop format has gone up the chains, this kids out here, right? Million, a million downloads, blah blah blah. I mean, they they making they making money as the kids say. You know what I'm saying? They doing it, and they're all right. talking right. about God. All of them, none of them saying right. nothing. Right. Up, none, none of that. So so there is a market. So the catch to me is okay. So maybe someone's right that it is that you wanted us to paint each other and call each other names and be mean to each other and kill each other. So that's why you not a co-signing on his music. Cause it ain't really even about nothing else except right. for you want us to do this. Wait a minute. You want us to do this? You see what I'm saying? Right. I, I think we have right. to do it for ourselves is what it is. And, and you doing yeah. this is an example of, you know what you got to, you can show them better than you can tell them. And, and being an example, yeah, we, got, know, we, become, we have to become, yeah. Yeah, we have to become our own machine. Yes, yes. Uh, it was, uh, I had Dr. Umar Johnson, um, well, Idipante, excuse me, changed his last name, on my show. And he said something very prevalent um, that, uh, what was it? He said, um, we, um, why are we expecting celebrities and all these people to save us when we ain't even saving ourselves? And I was like, dang, that's a good point. Why am I coming to, I say, right. hey, uh, Levi, can you come help my neighborhood? And I ain't, I ain't even lifted a finger. In my own neighborhood. Like, right. how does that work? No, you have to do the work. All the people in your neighborhood should say, you know what? That building's been sitting there for 50 years. Let's see if we can all hustle our money up to buy this building. Make it into a rec center for the kids. Right. Or make it into a nonprofit rec center for something for the kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Something. Make it into a recording studio nonprofit for the kids. Something where they're going to be doing something, right. making money, or learning how to make money. You know what I'm saying? 
there's so many ways, but That's I, appreciate, right. I appreciate you so much. You have no idea because I'm just I, I'm just so like livid at like how many communities they just sit and do the same thing over and over and over again. And and I don't understand it. Did I freeze up? Hello? I think I froze up. Oh no. Oh, I, I, I can you can hear you. I can hear you. You can hear me? No, that's my computer. That's me. That's not that's not you. That's me. So I don't know if you guys can see me. Can you can hear me though? Um, so yeah, I just pre I just appreciate you um because you came you came into something. Um you found I'm trying to get out of my situation here. Let me see. Hopefully, guys, this won't not do anything crazy. Okay. Let's hope I can get out of this this situation that I'm in here with my computer. I don't know why I did this. Um, give me a minute. Can you hear me, Levi? Yes, I can. Okay, yeah. So, um, you know, you 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 know, you did your time. You you realized, wait a minute, something ain't right. You did your thing. How did you end up um, doing the college piece? Was you did you do the college piece while you was in there as well? Because you, I know you went to school and you have a doc. You actually hold a doctorate. Yeah. Uh, no, that was that was all when I uh, when I got out. You know, oh, when really? I got out. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That was when I got out. Uh, that's a school. Um, out of Florida, and what I did was I started, um, I started some theological seminary uh, underneath um, a pastor that I was that I was connected to, and I didn't finish it all, and uh -huh. then I connected to, uh, I connected to this uh, professor and uh, this other doctor of theology that had that have a school that was based out of uh, Florida. And uh, they had been watching me and watching what I do and invited me, you know, to partake in the school. And um, I, I partook in the school, whatnot, and it was such a blessing. Um, shout out to all of them, you know, over at the school, it Harvest uh, Reapers, Harvest mm -hmm. Reapers International. And okay. uh, it, was, it was a blessing, you know, but I, I was going to school while I was still locked up, though. I was... Uh, just always try to educate myself more on um purpose on my life um i um i took classes to become a a life coach uh but i took more more advanced classes when i got out um mm -hmm. to become a life coach so i'm a certified life coach as well uh, mm -hmm. because i i have to be able to bring the spirit world Yes. um the spiritual world into our natural world and make it make sense because i could speak spirit and speak god and speak the language of the bible all day long but to right. a person going through a real situation natural situation you right. know that can be foreign so how could i how could i be the same person in the natural with spiritual principles to bring people to understand what their situation is and what they need to do in order to either get out, deal with it, or enhance it. Mm, see, that's very important. A lot of people know that when you have all the modalities in place, you, you're better able and equipped to help somebody. You know what I'm saying? Especially young people. They're not trying to hear right. nothing unless you have solutions. You know, so so for you to have right. <laughs> ministry piece, you have the counseling piece, and you have the past experience piece, it's like, what can I not tell you? How can you not listen to me? Because I've been there right. and done it. Yeah. Yeah. So brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So tell and me that about. Was, that, was, that, was, that, was in, that was in where? 
I say that was very important to me to be able to acquire, you know, those things so that they would be able to see. Uh, so right. I, what I do a lot of times is I hold, what I do a lot of times is I hold up my, uh, I hold up my uh, parole, um, I hold up my parole paper, you know, uh, and then I hold up my my doctorate and my life coach certificates. <laughs> I got a parole. So I got a parole. I got a parole certificate in one hand, but I got a life coach certificate, you know, and certification in another hand. So wow. it lets people know what you have to understand that right. sometimes the person that's speaking to you is trying to keep you from having to have a parole certificate so mm. you can understand what it is to have a life one. Right. <laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. Well, you know, I was looking up some stats on um, just like Louisiana, although it's across the board. And and I want to make it clear that when I hear about um, like gang shootings and stuff and the young people, I equate it to all of it. Uh, I don't just go for just, um, you know, African-American teens, because to me, it's, it's right. no different in the school shootings. It's no different in the mob hits. They're all right. the same thing. But and we get tunneled in, you know, tunneled in on. But um, I don't want to just put it out there like they're the only ones out here shooting because that's not the truth. Um, and that's not the only truth. I know we have to focus on all of our kids. Right. So that's, that's why we're having the discussion. But I just want people to know in general, I don't like that the media compartmentalizes all the types of shootings. You see what I'm saying? Because if I'm a, if I'm a serial right. killer. Right. If I'm a gangbanger, if I'm a, a mafia hit guy, what's the difference? I don't understand because, well, one set up intentionally. Okay, fine in that in that context. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there, uh, if I'm dead, I'm dead. Don't matter how I died. Right. There's no nothing's gonna do right. that. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to clarify that. But I saw well, they have eight eight hundred murders a year. They have the second highest crime rate in Louisiana. Um, and I. And yeah. I was like, whoa, that means you have like, what is it? A one in 147 chance of actually having something happening to you, uh, which is like really high number. Well, That's a what, very high number for all. Very high. I just don't know. Um, well, yes, we do. We do know what to do. We know what to do. And you're, you're one of the people doing it. I know a few people doing it, actually. Uh, my cousin, Prince Matt, out in Queens, he's doing it. He's doing the same work you're doing, just... Y'all calling something different, but that's, it's going to take right. one at a time. You know. That's right. One person with the community helping. I saw this clip of you. Um, I want to show it, but I'm like, will they cite me for, for the N word? <laughs> because it's using context, but will they cite me? So guys, I don't, I think I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a hit on this one. If they cite me and put the video down for a minute, It'll be back up once I can prove my case, but it might, they might get me later. Not now, but they might get me later. And I'm willing to take yeah, a chance. Yeah, and, and, Let's go for it. Yeah, they might, and they might not. Let's they might not. It. Right. They, they, they might not. Let's pray that they don't, because uh, I, I just think it's the context in the context in which you're saying what you're saying is very important. Uh, and, um, you know, sometimes people watching may be um, counselors, may be people who work in the jail with these teens. 
and they may hear something may right. spark an idea for them to say, oh, okay, wait, wait, maybe I'm doing that different, the wrong way. Let me change this. That, that's right. why it's important to me. Right. So you don't mind if I play it now or should I wait till the end in case I have to do it? Do whatever, do whatever you led to do. Yes, I'm led to play. Happy Sunday to you too. I see you guys out there. I appreciate you. Thank you for your patience, guys. You know how it is with uh, all these, um, you know, things, streaming devices. It could be anything. YouTube, you know, Wi-Fi could be anything. You never know it these days. So I apologize, but you know, just be bear with us. All right. So what I'm gonna show you now is a clip. Um, actually, you set it up when you was talking to the youth in that in the community, and you was talking telling about the N word. Set that up for me. Um, well, basically what I was saying and what I try to tell everybody is the, we don't want, we don't want people calling us niggas, but we label ourselves niggas every single day. And through thorough study and understanding the word, the word was derived from the slave masters years ago. It was only, it was spelled with the ER and it was pronounced nigger. Right. And we have used it now as a endearment term and as a term as uh you know something that's recreational and something that we highlight in music in movies you know in everyday speaking but i believe that for me the term is a term that is used to describe character defect you know moral defect uh mm -hmm. dysfunctional mindset and so it's bigger than a black man or a black woman. It does not describe us as a people or a nation of people. It simply describes a incompetent person with a moral dysfunction or a psychological dysfunction. So for me, I was explaining it to a lot of the young African-American boys that there are white niggas there are black niggas there are hispanic niggas there are asian niggas why because if it represents moral and character defect then that goes all across the board that is not something that is simply minimized down to the black community or the african male figures so that's basically what i was sharing okay so so with that he set it up for us nice thank you very much so guys with that i'm going to play this video um, it's on Instagram. You can check his Instagram. I, I put it up there at the end. Um, let me see. Present. See if Tanya can get this right. <laughs> Share screen. No, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah, am I done? Okay. This they keep changing things on me. Lord Jesus. Okay. Video files. Share screen. I think it is. Share screen. Yes. I'm right. Okay. Here we go. So this is um, this is not Instagram, guys. I just want you to check it out because it, it, it's powerful. What he says. Pay attention. Um, you know the N word. Guys, we're just using it for example. That's it, okay? All right, here we go. You're a king. You're a king. You're a king. Real talk. You some How can we ever get to our kingship and become kings if we keep identifying with being niggas? This ain't no racist statement. This is a real one. Because the definition of a nigga ain't a black man. The definition of a nigga is a is, is an incompetent, ignorant person. So what I learned is they got white niggas, black niggas, Hispanic niggas, Italian niggas, Chinese niggas, 
Stop calling yourself what you don't want to be called by nobody else. Now look at your look at your brother and say, I love you, King. Come on, look somebody in the eye. They don't even believe you because you ain't looking at them. I love you, King. I love you, man. I love you. For real, I love you. This ain't no show for me. I don't do this for fun. I don't do this for show. I don't have to come show off for nobody. I know who I am. I love you. I love you. I need us to love each other, King. I need y'all to fix y'all hearts. And the reason why I'm telling you I need you to love you, because if the men heal, the whole city gonna heal. If the heads heal, the whole city gonna heal. If the men step up and lead, you ain't gotta worry about the murder. Because the men gonna come together and lead this thing like they supposed to. God never said that the woman should lead. Our women are hurting. Because we sleep with them, we beat them, we, we give children to them, and we leave them. They're broken. So you're leaving a woman to be a man too. You wonder why they mad. You wonder why they got, they got more testosterone than we do. You wonder why they angry. You wonder why they don't want to submit to nobody. Because you scored them. But I'm going to tell everybody out here that God showed me when I got to prison. He rewinded my life and pressed play. And let me see how I beat the hell out of my baby mama. He let me see how I beat other women. He let me see how I called black women hoes and bitches. He let me see how I chalked them through the mud. He let me see how I made music that literally derate, uh, was derogatory and degraded our community. He let me know that you was a menace. This is why you sitting here. Because by the time I finish with you in this prison, when you get out, you will never be the same again. That's why I can never degrade a woman. That's why I can never look at you as a nigga. That's why I can never pick up a gun to shoot or kill nobody again. Because he changed my mind. Jesus. You're a king. You're a king. You're a king. Real talk. You some. Ah, that is powerful. Powerful. Woo. That is so powerful. Thank you for that. I appreciate that so much because, uh, woo, young people need to be hearing that. Um, so you, I, I heard you say in there, um, which is so, so important when we think of the reasons why kids get in gangs, you said, say, I love you. And I think we don't hear that enough. And I think a lot of those kids definitely are not hearing that at all. Uh, what, what, what's your, how'd you come up with that? Just that phrase, I love you. I, I, I started telling men that in, in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, course not on no homosexual or gay right. type stuff i just started um god god wanted my god wanted everything that i did to be coupled with real love and mm. how could i love god but not love people mm. and he started showing me um that i had to love people instantly like on spot i didn't have to know them they didn't mm. have to be black they didn't have to they didn't have to be a family. I just had to love them instantly. I had to be able to have an open heart to them, instantane, uh, instantaneous love. Mm. And so um, the world is full of pain. Mm. Ask yourself this question. When 
we're looking at things from a higher standpoint and hierarchy of um of our world system and mm-hmm. our world leaders and our mm-hmm. world rulers just take for instance the white house you see the white house and all of the interviews from the presidents and you know uh the congressmen and all of the cnn reporters uh you know nbc all these things you 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 hear about all of the chaos in our world from these people you hear about all of the problems but you mm-hmm. never hear none of these people that have voices to touch millions of lives you never hear them speak on love you never hear them say that the nation needs love you never hear them say that we need love we are mm-hmm. building more prisons but we ain't giving love out we are we are always in a deficit we are funding wars but we ain't giving love out we are doing this and doing that but we are literally looking over the the thing that costs no dollars at all to give we are not giving it it don't cost one cent to give somebody love but we still not doing it and so i found that I found that in order to heal a nation, you got to heal them where they're broken. Where are they broken? Most impoverished communities are broken because people that have resources to go in it don't love the people enough to go in it. And if you don't love people enough to go in to help them figure out. So the pain, the pain from a young boy who find his mom struggling, his father is absent, that pain that he has been holding in since age three to maybe 13, that's 10 years of pain. My dad left, my dad beat my mom in and out from me being able to understand from age three to 13. I seen him come in and out, sleep with my mom, beat my mom, but we struggling in the projects. We don't have much money. At 13, the pain now turns to anger. It's no longer just pain. It's Mm. no longer just pain. Now it's anger. So now pain mixed with anger, it Mm. automatically creates a violent individual. Yes. Some of the violence is created. Some of the violence and the violent individuals are created Mm. from the situations that they have been prone to be in. And at the end of the day, we have to understand how to get to a place of loving the low, of loving the impoverished people enough to say, let's challenge the government and let's challenge the wealthy people in the vicinities to Mm -hmm. go in. Because watch this, when you give a broken child love and attention, it begins to heal them on sight. And so I want to heal the world with love. I got a bu- I got two buses. I got two buses. I just need insurance on them cuz unfortunately I can't afford to pay for the insurance. Those two buses I only want to use to take the impoverished broken kids out of the dark black broken communities and bring them to see new places and let them get new pictures in their mind so Mm. that they can believe they can achieve. If I can show them something different, I can make them have different goals. If Mm. I can get them out of the hood and just bring them on trips at times 
to make them see themselves different. I can change their mind about prison, murder, drugs, violence, dropping out of school, but we cannot do it with just one person. We no. need a system and we need a team of people to do it. I know what to do. God has blessed me with the blueprint on how to go into broken communities and restructure them and bring them to a different place, but I mm. need help to do it. Mm. And that's and that's the hard part. The, that's the part, getting people motivated to say, you know, put their money where their mouth is, I'll say. Because a lot of people say, oh, look at those kids. Right. And I'm like, okay, and what are you doing about it? Because you own a business. You could be doing something right now. Even right. if you took one kid at a time, and say, you know what, we're going to have this, this kid, let, let's let him intern for us. Or we're going to show him how the ropes go. And if he does good, then we'll have something, anything, just anything. Um, but right. but you need, right. You, you're right, you need cash. You know, you need, because kids ain't going to try to hear, no, what we think we're going to do. They only want to see what we're going to do. And it has to be tangible for them. Or they don't, or they get lost and they'd be like, ah, that's whack, I'm not doing that. I, I totally get what you're saying, but there's got to be some people around that can rally, um, that can rally with you and, and get the funds. There's got to be massive nonprofits because that's how I would do it. it. That way, you tap into the community's money and the community that they really want to help. Okay, you about that life here? Donate, uh, you know, because it, it, it's there. Right. It, it's just right. how to tap into it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you, it, it's going to. Dr. Umar said it best. It takes us to help with our children. Now, I believe like you, we have to help all children. Cause I, I just watched a video um, with gang members and uh, kids young, really young, selling drugs, young, like 13, selling drugs in, in over here in England. So, I mean, they got areas here where kids actually have guns. Um, they got kids who, you know, and the, the guy said, so why are you, um, why are you joining the gang? He had to cover his face, of course. Um, but he was like, well, Honestly, he says, I'm the man of the house. My mom's, you know, she's trying, I think his mom and his dad, they trying to work with the prices because, you know, the electricity went up here a bit bad. It's really not good for people who don't have a lot of money. Um, so it really affected them. Like literally, um, food stamps couldn't be enough for them. So he said, I got to, my sister, you know, she's hungry. I got to do something. So what do you think he did? Some and young, young cats hollering him, saying, you know, older cat, hey, yo. You know, I give you a hundred dollars sounds like a million dollars to a young 13 year old who ain't got no money. That sounds like easy. And all I got to do is walk across the street. What? Say word. You see? So, so it's, I understand how young people get into gangs and how they get into this because the A, they're in different disenfranchised neighborhoods. There are no jobs. If you usually go to these types of neighborhoods where it's like a high influx of that, it's usually no jobs. There's usually no, not even the, the community don't even look decent where you feel like waking up every morning and say, let me go look at this tree or these beautiful park or something. Even that is like usually a mess. Uh, and that has to do with local government, by the way, which is why I say, hmm, are they doing this like intentionally? Because like certain things you could you could really change. Right. Like, the, the, there would be no guns on the street if right. you don't want no guns on the street. And I can tell you that because they don't have them on this side. They, some kids have. I'm sure some people have them, but not like not like they do in New York. You're not going to see that. You hear about stabbings. You don't hear about shootings. Right. Um, which is still not good. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm just saying if you want it controlled, it can be controlled. What happens is I think they leave it yep. to the inner cities because then they know exactly 
who they're gonna, how much money they're gonna need for the new prisons, the new rehabs, the morgues. They know exactly how to add that money up when they keep well, it set. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. You have to look at the system, mm -hmm. penal system, the justice mm -hmm. system, the mm -hmm. prison system, mm -hmm. the mortuary system. All of those systems work together. Right. All of those systems work together. Everybody gets money. Everybody gets money off of mm. your pain, off mm. of your death, off of your incarceration, off of you getting locked up or arrested. We all win in some instance. Mm. You know, we all are going to benefit. Okay. If you get locked up, then the lawyer benefits, mm -hmm. the jail benefits, mm -hmm. the court will benefit. Mm -hmm. If you got money to fight a lawyer, the, the DA will benefit. Mm -hmm. And then we'll, 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 we'll let you buy some of your time off, but mm -hmm. still send you to prison so we can benefit daily by you being in our institution. Okay. Exactly. You be in exactly. our institution. We benefit exactly. daily from that. Your people, your people send you money. We yes. benefit from that. Yes. Okay. You want to yes. talk to your family while you locked up in our system. We benefit mm -hmm. from that. Big okay? time. Mm -hmm. The person that, the person that you killed, we're benefiting from that because watch this. Mm -hmm. We are going to make the, the, the insurance. Mm -hmm. is going to make sure that the uh, 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 that the cemetery as mm -hmm. well as you know the funeral home gets theirs mm -hmm. so everybody benefits from the negativity yes being that positive no one benefits but you the exactly. only person benefits by you being positive is you so yeah. guess what that's why we're not promoting positivity because the only people benefit from positivity is you and your family. We right. don't make no money if you're not in jail. We don't make no money if you ain't killing nobody. We don't mm. make no money if you ain't selling murder records. We mm. don't make no money if you ain't selling dope to try to kill your community off. We ain't mm. making money if you're not catching charges. We're not mm. making money. So what do we do? Let's go back to the system. We're going right. to make sure that we right. do not hire convicted felons in certain areas. We're going to make sure that even the ones we do hire, because when we interview you and it pulls up, we're going to act like we're going to call you, but automatically we're not because we're going to push you back into the painful situation because it helps us if you stay struggling Ooh. it helps us in every area if the government if the women won't help the only way we'll help you is if you sue your baby daddy the huh. only way we will help you pay mm. your rent is mm. if your baby father cannot live in the home what is mm. that called a broken society a broken home if we catch him in there when we come in you are now homeless okay yes, yes. oh you are telling it Woo. preach i mean i mean you have hit it so much on the I, all the things you said are major major wake-up calls i mean the community doesn't understand there's so many elements to the fact that 
these kids are out here shooting. It's not just they're shooters. There's a bunch to that and why it's not stopping. And and on, the only solution is the ones that you're giving. And that's by each of us taking action to make sure that, you know, what is it we can do individually that will be a collective community so that eventually one kid at a time, we can get there. Um, oh, wow. Oof, you just said a lot. I mean, it is, whew, I mean, that is, whew, I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting that full, full truth. Um, be like, whew, I mean, you hit it. It's just, wow. I mean, that, that's just, I just, I just cannot believe that. Um, and, and we know this, we know it, but every time I hear it, it hits me different every time because it's like, we still ain't doing nothing. Still ain't doing nothing. But then I stopped saying that now because I was like, people like you are doing something. I did my part with Boston Youth, you know what I'm saying? And I, I've done counseling for, I don't know, 16 years. I don't even know how many years at this point. Um, and I still do. I still mentor to young people. So I don't never say I give up. I just change my my method now. I'm trying to do it through film eventually. Right. Um, but so, you know, you take whatever gift God gives you and try to flip it and say, okay, they won't hear me this way. That's Maybe right. they hear me this way. And that's, that's really, right. that's going to be the key um, between music, visuals, film, fashion, clothes, all that stuff that they love is how we can get them because they do listen and they do yeah, watch. And that's why. Yes. Yes. And that's why I created the Funeralist Council. That's right. Tell us about the Funeralist Council. I didn't want to show that for obvious reasons. I had to put a trigger warning because it's powerful. Ooh, it's powerful. It's so needed. I hope you guys get to go watch this. You guys, tell us about it, please. Um, the Funeralist Council is the um, the most visual reality of what our world our world's condition is today mm -hmm. uh i would i would tell everybody that's on here to go to youtube mm -hmm. and type in the funeral is canceled by levi and look at some of the visuals um but it is a depiction of racism in america of the broken families in America, the teen suicide, teen pregnancy, the lack in our education system, uh, the impoverished mindset of Americans, uh, the greed of America, the um, uh, all across the board, not just below. I mean, uh, it also describes um, how churches have failed us in America. Um, we are systematically controlled by a government that only cares about itself. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, the funeral is canceled is a wake up call to challenge America to see itself for who who she really is and mm -hmm. it is the identity crisis wake up I believe that everywhere in America from the top of the food chain to the bottom that people are struggling with identity crisis white cops kill black boys because the white cop don't know who he is mm -hmm. black men kill black men because 
they don't know who they are. Young mm -hmm. white boy takes the AK-47, goes into an elementary school, shoot up the school because he don't know who he is. Okay. KKK, KKK rallies because they don't identify with who they are. Watch this. The black power, the black power groups identify because they don't know who they are. We are trying to find where we fit in mm -hmm. America, but mm -hmm. everywhere we place ourselves is the most painful place because it's always against something or someone else. We can mm -hmm. never come to grips with who we are until we come to grips with where we are. Mm. Woo. Wow. <laughs> I got to first know where I'm at. I got to first know where I'm at before I can know who I am. Mm. I don't care that my mother taught me this. If my mother taught me this, but mm. it was wrong, I don't want to keep this same teaching up. I don't care if your father, your grandfather, your great-grandfather was a slave master. You right. know today that right. those things aren't and should not be. I always tell people this. Why can rich kids and poor kids play on the same basketball team, but they don't have the same love given to them outside of the court? Mm. Woo. Well, that's prevalent. <laughs> wow. That is serious stuff. Mm. You got kids, you got kids, you got kids that live in the suburbs and kids that live in the projects that can play on the same football team. Mm. Why can't they? Why can't they receive the same attention and love from the community? Mm. Oof. And that is, you. oh my goodness, that right there, uh, the show's over. <laughs> We're done. We can, we can end because that's, that's like, that, that is, that is, whew, man. And it's things I think, but I never say them. So for you to say them, it hits so much different because it's so true. When you think about, especially the sports players. You, I mean, they get all the love. Oh, yeah. You get, I saw in some schools, they give them cars, they give them all kinds of things, but you let him be in trouble somewhere. Let his grades be slipping. Nobody says, Well, let me see. Let me yeah. help you. Unless it's going to affect the team, then they don't care. You're right. Wow. So it's a great. So, so again, again, it's a slavery type mentality frame and a slave master. The coach, the school is the slave master. Right. The students are the slaves. As long as you keep our stats up and make us look good, we'll pat you on the back. Right. But don't let your sister and your brother and your mom and your dad and them be in need of food and you go do something to get some food and get in trouble. Now... You ain't nothing but a scum and a right. disgrace to us. Right. Right. Because you wanted my talent, but you didn't want to know who I really was. Mm. And you know who that applies to as well? A lot of people that got into the rap industry and a lot of these young, a lot of these young people that are signing these deals even now. And that's why you see so many ODs with the lean rappers, because a lot of them, they get in on their side. They're at that that stage where they could have joined the gang or they might have been in the gang, some of them, right? 
And so they're at that stage, but they got offered this deal because they had some kind of little talent going on. But they didn't know that they were dealing with, excuse me, basically the devil saying, here, I, I'll help you out. I'm going to make you a star. If I'm on the street and I'm like, I got the option of going to the drug dealers or being made a star, well, I'm already doing the devil's work anyway. Why not just going farther? Like, that's kind of how they see it. I've talked to some kids. They, they all say the same thing. What options do I have? So, you know, I'm going to do this because I'm going to eat doing this. You know what I'm saying? And I don't got to beg nobody to eat. I'm going to be eating all the time. I'm like, yeah, but what about the death part? What about this part? What about? I don't care about that. And, and I, 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 I understand it. But our solution is we have to have something in place of that because that's a big um, offer for us to have them pass up and be like, yeah, just forget about all that fame and that crazy stuff. We don't just, just do this over here. It has to be more about morals. And like you said, that love and that feeling of knowing that someone really cares about you and will will see you through that you're not hungry. They'll see you through to, to say, are you mentally okay? You Let's check in. Let's see how you're doing. That part, when that becomes stronger than the other materialistic things get pushed to the side and say, yeah, okay, that sounded good, but they ain't going to really love me once I get all this money. They just talking crap because they want me to make pimp them, you know, pimping me for the game. That's really what it's about. You know what I'm saying? And right. they don't understand um, that the, that love part, which was missing for a long time in their life. That's why I love when you say that, because it is like, Oh my God, it is everything. It is everything. And they can't even see it. That's, I wish they could like see that part. I know that because I was a former foster kid, but a lot of kids may hear that and be like, Oh, that's whack. I don't want to hear nothing about no love, but they don't understand. That's the piece. I think that you're right. It, that's what's missing. That is it. That if they don't have that, we will, we will never fix the problem. We will never fix the problem until we address the issue on no love. Wherever, watch this, a community, a family, a school system, justice system, a state, a nation, and a world with no love, has already invited chaos. Mm. You, give invited. An open door. you give an open door to chaos when you have no love. Yes. No matter yes. how you look at it. We, yes. can, we, we always talk about the problem. Mm. We talk about the problem. Mm. The media mm. highlights every problem in America. The media puts the camera on the pain of people, but never, ever, ever highlight solutions or never want to highlight people that have solutions. Mm. Hey, watch this. Who I got to be? Who do I have to be to get an interview like this with CNN? I have to be somebody with a name, with some type of fame, or I have to be and done something so crucial in a negative to get worldwide attention, right? Absolutely. Because why? He's doing something positive and we don't want nobody to know unless he's a celebrity. Right, right. And that's, that's, that's just crazy to if me. You're gonna cover, if you're gonna cover our negativity and pain, why mm. not cover our positivity and love? Mm. <laughs> 
I think a lot of people don't want that. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> but but the good news is the kicker is um, love is a very powerful force, and and it creates the energy needed to bring about change, right? And to bring about um, you know good about yourself. And when you feel good about yourself, obviously you're going to help spread that out. And a lot of people don't want that, but I think uh, there are a lot who do. And even if it's only a few, I think that our signals will be way, way stronger than the few who don't, if we put it all together. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Hands down. Well, wow. Oh, I cannot believe the time is going, but um, you've said so many things that I just, um, I mean, I could be like, hey, part three. <laughs> um, but what is the hardest part? about doing this work, you know, the work in the ministry and with working with young people, what, what would be the hardest and then the best part? Well, first, the hardest part, um, Tanya, the, the hardest part is getting people to support the movement of change, getting people to see. Um, mm. You can, the hardest part is getting people to see the need for change. Mm -hmm. to actually because um, I know what to do I know what to do and I know how to do it but getting the resources and getting a support system behind you to consistently get it done is the hardest part and here's the thing sick people don't want the medication hmm. say it again so hmm. what I'm, I'm saying the the sick community don't want the healing somebody comes in to try to bring infrastructure and restructure the mental programs and 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 bring awareness and bring change you don't catch people coming out you know you don't catch them coming out now for parties where there's drugs a lot of alcohol a lot of violence you don't have no you don't have no standing for that mm. but for some for something for something that provokes change you can't get nobody to come out so the hardest part is getting people to um the hardest part is getting people to come out to um support the movement right the greatest part and the most rewarding part is seeing the young lives that have been changed. They come up to me crying and the kids that say, thank you, I love you, I need you. You know, you bless my life. Or the mothers and the fathers, because even men come up to me and I've been watching, we need you. You bless my life from watching you, I've changed from watching you, I'm not the same man. Watching mm. you, I was able to go back to my family from watching mm. you, I don't want to do what I'm doing in the streets no more. So um, there's a lot of there's a lot of low times, but there are some high times, and it's the it's the it's the speaking and the people like that that keeps me going. You know, I cry a lot. I, honest, I cry a lot. I cry a lot. I hurt a lot. I hurt a lot because I take on all the hurt of these communities that I go in. They still don't come out to see, and we pull together. Imagine this is what I try to do in every community that I go in. Imagine having a hundred men, whether mm -hmm. black, white, whether whether black, white, Hispanic, Asian, 
it don't matter the color, but mainly for black communities. That's where so much of the brokenness lies. And I'm not saying brokenness is not in other families. Let me tell you the difference between broken. The difference between brokenness in Italian families and brokenness in Caucasian families and brokenness in um, Chinese families. The the difference in all of those brokenness is in many instances, they have learned how to keep everything amongst themselves and figure it out without it being publicized. And right. then in many instances, a lot of their wrongs, a lot mm -hmm. of their error, and a lot of their crimes that's mm -hmm. committed, they have the money and the firepower of finances to keep their kids out of the public's eye, to keep their kids' name off of social media and out of the news. So they have money, whereas a lot of black kids or poor black kids committing these crimes. So it's highlighted where there is no finances to keep them covered. Nobody is going to send them to a rehab before they send them to a prison because they can't afford it. They're, they don't have parents that know DAs. They don't have parents that play golf with the judge. They don't mm -hmm. have parents that take that take trips with the lawyers that go on jet skis and all this, you know, with the prosecutions, uh, with mm. the prosecutor. So mm. of the day, you have to understand we are in a different bracket. Mm -hmm. We're in a different bracket. I cry yes. a lot because waking, waking, waking people up is not as easy as we think. Mm. Mm. It's not. This, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm done right here imagine this imagine someone dying dying watch this <laughs> dying of malnutrition and starvation dying of malnutrition and starvation and they die right in the front of refrigerator that got nothing but food mm. wow that's powerful Imagine mm. the doctor, imagine the coroner, imagine the coroner and the autopsy said they died of starvation, but they died right in the front of a refrigerator. And when you opened it up, it was fully stocked with any type of food you could want. Mm. Mm -mm. Wow. That's prevalent. Wow. Oh, Ooh. that's powerful. Mm -mm -mm. Well, um, who's this? Uh, let's see. Who's this? Oh, that's you. Um, I thought Rich was coming on. Sorry. That that, that is so powerful um, and something to imagine. Everybody think about that. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Dying of starvation in front of a full refrigerator. Oof. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I can't believe our time is up so so quick, but I wanted two things to ask you. Um, uh, one of our viewers had a question. Or had a, uh, yeah, they had a question. And then um, I was going to end on your video. Um, as well. Uh, so let me see which one first. Uh, well, I'll I'll say this first. Um, so I'll end with this last question. But first, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the viewer question, if you don't mind. That's a little bit um, left, um, guys. Uh, yeah, that was very powerful, right? I know. Oof, I'm still I'm still I'm gonna sleep on that one tonight. Oof. Um, someone wanted to know because um, you know you're a pastor uh, at. Um, 
let me see if I got the name in the right the night. Uh, it's called Freedom, right? Freedom World Ministries International. Yeah. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so yeah. So someone someone had asked us, um, how do your friends in the past view you now, and are they still in your life? So I know that's a little left, but um, you know, I told them I'd ask. I'm respected now, but in the beginning, when I first came home, they were expecting me to return back to my old ways and to the streets and stuff, and nobody believed in me. Uh, many of them still don't believe in me. They respect mm. that I've been doing what I do for so long, but they don't believe in me. There's a difference in people accepting you and believing in you. Right. Just like there's a difference between there's a difference between people loving you and supporting you. Mm. People can love you that don't support you. Oh but yes. Hard. Watch this. It, people can say, "I love you." but I don't support you because I, I believe my family love me, but they don't support nothing that I do. Right. Nothing. Right. Right. But I believe they love me. Right. And that's the difference between we were taught, we were taught to love, but we wasn't taught to support. So my friends from back then to now, um, they, they, they respect what I do, but I rarely have people that support what I do. So I'm right. just grateful for the support that I get from people that don't know me, never knew me. I impact lives all across the country yes. because of social media yeah. and because of technology. So I'm grateful for that. You know, yeah. um, I actually rather, I actually rather purposeful partners than friends. Mm, right. Oof. Well, you, I, you know, you got my support 150%. So even after you're not my guest, I try to I, still plug anything, anybody I, who I think I, is positive. Are you kidding? Always. Always and it, and positive with right. God in it. Oh, it's a it's a double home run hitter. Let's go, you know, because I mean this world is something else. It's a beautiful world, but there's some there's some people in it that's making it not so beautiful right now. You know, a lot of things. So many things are happening, and which is why. And I know we got to go, but back to the youth. Um, I really don't blame a lot of the youth because you got a couple of things going on. You got a community. Uh, well, start at home. You got somebody at home this on drugs that don't really care about you because they're into their drug habit, right? Because they're sick. Then you got the community is like, eh, whatever, you know, that bad kid. And then you got, you know, probably not no school. If you got school, you have no, there's nothing viable for you, right? So you have to. Um, right, right. It, it's so much to that, man. It's just, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm always, you know, trying to figure out a way to be supportive of people who support young people because they have it rough right now. Like, it, it not forget all the other parts of what we just talked about, but there's now the elements of knowing that society does not care about you. I had a kid tell me that once. He wanted to, he was like suicidal, whatever. And he was, he was like, oh, and I was like, we love you. And he was like, nobody loves me because nobody cares about me. No, who who will give me a job? Right. Who's gonna give me a place to stay? And I was like, mm. so now I'm like, how am I gonna tell? You know, I'm up here thinking my brain backpedaling real quick, like who can I call right now? Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? We got him some help, but when you think about that, that a young person would say, do you know how? Well, you know how heartbreaking that is for someone to say nobody cares about me. Right. Nobody cares about me. Right. I said, well, 
Well, first of all, God cares about you. Bill, then why did he put, nope, he did not put you in that situation. Don't even put it on him. Don't try it. Don't try that one. But you're going to say is, how do I get out of my situation? How can I utilize him to get out of my situation? That's what you say. Because because we all go through something. I don't care how rich you are, how poor you are, you black, white, Chinese, it don't matter. If you being truthful as a human being, you're going to experience something. You're going to definitely experience. So it may not be gang life. It may be corporate life, which could be just as bad. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, going to flip it another way. So don't tell me about that. But but they have it hard because even now, like the war going on in well, excuse me, I don't even call it a war, I call it a slaughter in, in Israel with the Palestinians. That's horrible what's going on. How do I explain that to a young person? How and they saying, Oh yeah, you worry about me and my guns, look what y'all doing. Because you want some pipeline. Like right. really? I mean, like it, it right. they have it hard. They have it mentally hard, and I understand it. My heart always goes out to them. And I try not to be angry versus have compassion first, talk talk down second, and then if I if I still have to get angry because they're still not coming through, then I'll be like anger internally and not external because we're a product of our environment. We are a product of our environment. By the grace of God, there you go, I. And if it wasn't for my foster mama taking me out of that whatever orphanage, whatever place they call that, it's not a group home because it's bigger than that. So I call it orphanage. But if they, she wouldn't take us out of there, I know I would be a mess because my mom was a, my birth mother was a heroin addict. So I'd be a mess. I'll tell you right now, I ain't gonna lie about it. I'd probably be a hot mess. Somebody stopped. Right. And then when right. I got to my foster home, my final forever foster home, as they say it, um, it was my community that held me accountable for my actions that made me change my angry inside that I had. I was angry. I was very angry. Nobody knew it because I don't really go around. Ah, ah, ah. You know, I wasn't one of those, but you bring it, I'm I'm gonna finish it. Like that's that's the kind of angry I was. I never would reach out and hit you or something crazy like that. But I would, you know, I just I understand these kids. I totally get it. But I, what helped me was my community. People like you who stop that kid, you know, and say, hey, I love you. You'd be like, oh wait, what? And then when you realize right. he doesn't want anything from me. It's not no craziness going on, right? Um, this is genuine just because, okay, all right, maybe this is kind of nice. Maybe, let me see. Then another neighbor comes and says, hey, come on, eat dinner. When you have people in your community chipping in mentally, right? And that means just stopping, checking, saying, hey, Levi, how are you doing today? What's what's up? What are you doing? What's up? You know, oh, well, you know, such that. Oh, have a real conversation with young people. Really talk to them, see what's really going on. Don't just bypass them and be like, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because that that one time that you stop, maybe the day that that thing clicks in their heads and say, yo, I can't just be like bumming around here trying to think I'm just going to get over like this because they ain't going to have it. You know, my mayor's going to check me right. or this neighbor's going to check me. That's very important. And so if you live in a community right. where you have some young knuckleheads running around, at you have an opportunity. What someone said, it would I put that quote. You always have. It was a. Um, I think it was a. It was a correctional officer that said this. There's always a window of opportunity to offer youth. That's what she said. There's always a window of opportunity, and I believe that can be through a smile, through an "I love you." You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, to me, it's bringing the attention 
um, to them that lets them know that I see you and you're valuable to us. We, you play a major role in our community. Like we need you. You know what I'm saying? I try to tell every young person I know, we need you around. Like you can, we ain't got time for no homicide, suicide, because we need you because we ain't going to make it if you ain't with us. Like you part of the team, right? Because that's how, that's how we have to do it. Make them feel like they are part of our community. They are a part of our community, but we have to make them know that, you know what I'm saying? So that they won't go to the gangs and, and feel love, fake love. That's fake love. That's not, that's temporary love that usually ends up with a death. It's not, it's not viable. Right. You know, so I appreciate you so much. Um, ah, man, I, we have to have been back problem. again one day um, and we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how to tackle something else um, because it's just, it's, it's going on everywhere. And, and like you said, it's all communities and, and, but we start with, we start with wherever we're at is, is the, the easiest way to start to me is I start in my community. You start in your community. She starts in her community because there's somebody, there's some teenager there somewhere that needs to hear something positive. There's somebody, there's somebody. So I guarantee you, I could walk right now down the street. Somebody's got their head down and somebody sat. And that love that you give, that love that you bring is what, what could be the one time that changes their, their trajectory. So I appreciate you. And, and uh, I'm going to play this song. We're going to, um, thank you. We're going to, oh, you're back, Joe. Yeah. We're going to um, play this song. I want you, anything else you wanted to, to say? before we go and we're going to end with your song and I want you to hang out with me in the studio for a minute. Okay. Until I end the show. Um, anything you, you know, want to say? It's been I'm good. It's been amazing. Uh, I'm honored and I just thank everybody for tuning in. Yes. Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys out there. I see y'all Joe and Emma and all, all y'all out there. Uh, I appreciate you so much. And Rita. Yeah, I see it's quite a few of y'all out there. Okay. Y'all out here in these streets, Betty. Yeah, I see y'all. Thank you so much for taking the time. I hope you shared the video because um, that's important. Uh, and again, but not for numbers, but because somebody who needs it. Hey, Lynn, how are you? Somebody who needs it might actually, um, you might save or change their life today. And Maria, I see you out there. Um, so I appreciate you. I'm trying to see if I saw somebody out there. Yeah, thank you. I can't see my YouTube people. Sorry about that, y'all. But thank you. We appreciate you. I want you to go if you can. This is another thing. Start making stuff viral that makes sense. Can y'all do me that favor? Because we be out here making, um, you know, no offense to any of the other artists because they beautiful in their own way, I guess. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. That's cool. But can you please start making things viral that really make sense or that's going to promote love and kindness or healing or something like that? Just, just something like that. If you could do that, that I would love you forever because that's what I'm trying to do. If I get a chance to download something that's positive, I'm doing it. So go and find Never Let Me Down, um, download it, share it with your teenager, share it with your friend. I guarantee you, if you send this to your teenager and they don't think it's popping, if they really about the hip hop life. Now, if they ain't about hip hop, then I can't help them, okay? But if they really about the hip hop life and they tell me that they not feeling this song, I'm going to tell you, what's wrong with your teenager? That's what I'm going to tell you, because it's popping like that. <laughs> so I'm just saying, and I y'all don't know, a lot, a lot of y'all know, I used to work in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Secret, best kept secret. Yes, I did. And I won't say who I work for, but I've worked for some top people. I've done background singing. I know music. A lot of people don't know this, but I literally study music. I know music. Um, I just pretend like I'm 
you know, not that bright sometimes, but uh, that's where my love comes in, in case you needed to know. Um, but go download this song because it is, it's fire in the sense that it makes your soul uh, fill with joy. I'll just, that's the only way I can sum it up. It's like you, it's, it's one of them songs that's familiar to your soul that, that just lightens it. I can't explain it, but I'm gonna play it. It needs to go viral, right, Emma? That's what I said. It needs to go viral. So y'all do me a favor, go to this. Um, don't go to just YouTube today. Go download it. Where can we can get it anywhere, right? Any other um uh Apple Apple, Apple, Apple Yeah. Apple Music. Yes, go to Apple any Music. Of, any other streaming platforms. Okay, any other singing streaming platforms, guys, go get it. So here we're gonna go. Levi, you hang out with me. We don't leave yet. Uh, when I end the show, I gotta tell you something. So you guys uh check out. Never let me down. Ooh, it's fire. Wait a minute. Here we go. Let's see if I can get it right. Share screen. Here we go. All right. We're going to do it this time, guys. Here we go. Okay. I got it. Okay. Ready? Because you love me. 
and his power are done, your spirit loves me. And you still sent your son because you love me. You had plans while I was told I was so bound. Now the world know I am because you hold me down. Yes. That was it. Woo! Yes. Okay, that was fire. I know y'all felt that. If you didn't, there's something wrong with you. You need to go and check in with Jesus. Okay. If you did not feel that, you will definitely need something. So thank you so much, Levi, for taking the time to be with us. We appreciate it. Uh listen, Meta, don't be out here in these streets giving us no fines for you know playing the music because the artist is right here with us, right? <laughs> Love it, right, Betty? I know, right? It's straight fire. Anybody, I played it for three different types of people, even people that ain't even religious, they, but they love hip hop and they all liked it. So don't y'all be brought down here in these streets, okay? That is fire. Go share it, please. I'm asking you to share it. Anybody, make it go viral, baby. Anybody with, and huh? anybody with any connections, yeah. and anybody with any connections. Whatever y'all want to do, y'all can get with uh, Tanya. She know how to connect, uh, contact me. I'm willing to come to schools. I'm willing to come to neighborhoods. I'm willing to do clubs. I'm willing to do whatever. Wherever you guys need me, let's make it happen. That's Tanya, right. I thank you guys so much for having me today. I love you. I love you too. And I thank you so much. I really do. I can't imagine. You. Hang out with me for one minute while I say goodbye to you guys. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you. Um, please share. I just really appreciate you guys so much. And I will see you next week. All right. Leave, hang out with me for one minute, Levi. Here we go, baby. Let's go, guys. Um, yeah, here we go. Hey.